Shalom. We are so glad you're joining us on this episode of Our Hope. We created this podcast as a resource for followers of Yeshua, where they can learn more about Israel, the Bible, and the Jewish community. Together, we discuss Messianic apologetics, dive into Scripture, and hear stories from Jewish believers in Jesus. If you've enjoyed our podcast series, please consider supporting us at ourhopepodcast.com support. You could also help us by sharing this podcast on social media, talking about it with your friends and family, or by writing a review on Apple Podcasts. We are so grateful for you, and we hope this episode of Our Hope is both enlightening and encouraging. Welcome to Our Hope, a production of Chosen People Ministries. On this podcast, you will hear inspiring testimonies, learn about messianic apologetics, and discover God's plan for Israel and you. Wherever you're listening, we hope you lean in, listen closely, and be blessed. What is religion? The dictionary defines religion as the belief in and worship of God or the supernatural. It is a commitment to a set of beliefs and practices generally agreed upon by several people or groups. It is easy to see how religion can be perceived as man-made. Some would question, how can we know that a religion is true if it was just agreed upon by a group of people? And is there really a God or is this deity also man-made? These questions are actually helpful in leading us to find the truth. Today, there are many different religions. Judaism, Christianity, Islam, Buddhism, and Hinduism. These are just the major world religions among the estimated 10,000 distinct religions worldwide. While some would say that every religion teaches you the same thing, how to be a good person, whether to account for sin or to please a god, Many of these religions have very different core beliefs. If that's the case, can they all be right or are they all wrong? Joining us today to discuss this topic is our Southern Connecticut branch leader, Dr. Rich Flashman. And now I introduce the host of our Hope podcast, Abe Vasquez. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Our Hope. My name is Abe Vasquez. I'm so happy you're joining us today, um, talking about a very interesting question that I believe many people have thought about once in their life. Even well, quote unquote, well-seasoned believers have this thought has probably crossed their mind. Is any of this real? Is is religion man-made? Those types of questions may have floated across your 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 head and. Today in this episode, we, we want to answer that question uh, specifically, is religion man-made? And I'm very excited to have back uh, Dr. Rich Flashman. Uh, Rich, welcome to Our Hope. We're so happy you're able to join us um, on your sabbatical. So we appreciate you <laughs> taking a brief break from your rest <laughs> uh, to join us. Thank, thanks very much for having me. Glad to be here. So 
uh, like I mentioned, this isn't your first time. So we have a different question since we already know what kind of food you like. <laughs> what do you most look forward to uh, now that things are kind of returning back to the way they were before? Well, I'm going to Disneyland. Yeah, just kidding. <laughs> Actually, you know, my, my my wife and I love to travel, so uh, so we're we're looking you know uh, looking forward to the traveling opening up and being able to get around a little bit. Uh, I actually have a have a, uh, a trip to Israel planned in November, so hopefully hopefully we'll be able to go uh, and, and do that and take some folks there. So uh, so we're excited about the uh, the opportunities, uh, the world opening up. I hope. You know, uh, you know, as, as uh, you know, all these different variants come around. Right, right. Yeah, well, I mean, yes, travel is definitely, I think, on a lot of people's minds right now. Everyone just wants to get out the house and yeah. explore the world. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think we've realized um, life is short. You know, yeah. this this if there, if we learned anything over, over this past year is that life is very short. And um, who knew? that the last time we gathered, that would be the last time we gathered, right? In churches and in, in, in work and things like that. We didn't think that'd be the last time we saw our coworkers or our, our fellow believers in church. And it was you know, for a very long time, 15 months. And so yes, yes. can't wait to see people's faces. I think that's what I'm looking most forward to. <laughs> you know, Seeing it's, people's it's faces with no mask. <laughs> with, with, uh, the, with Zoom and the internet and all that, you know, I've, I've been meeting with some of my coworkers, you know, for 15 months, you know, and seeing them just about every every day, every other day, you know. And, and so when yeah. I finally saw them in person, it was like, you know, nothing, nothing, nothing usual. Yeah. I've seen you for, <laughs> I've been seeing you for 15 months. Right. So, so, this, right. so the, the miracle of this technology is, has uh, really bridged, you know, help us to bridge through this, you know. So I'm, yeah. I'm very pleased, very happy that the Lord has allowed that. So... Thank you again for being here. One of the reasons we asked you to join us today is because in your I Found Shalom testimony, we know you had some questions about religion and truth. So briefly, could you share some of your thoughts about religion before you accept Yeshua? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I grew up in a Reformed Jewish home in, in Newton, Mass, Massachusetts. Um, and it was a, a, a very, very proudly Jewish uh, home. Um, and uh, I grew up in a Jewish community, but it was a symbolic form of the religion. You know, we, we practiced the symbols of Judaism, didn't, um, didn't, really, didn't actually practice uh, as a religious Jew would, you know, the keeping, keeping mm -hmm. Shabbat properly and, you know, and, and um, uh, uh, you know, keeping kosher and that sort of thing, you know, but it was more, it was more of a symbolic version of that. We were, mm -hmm. our orientation was very secular. Uh, but I knew that there had to be something more than than just the secular world. You know, uh, my father was a materialist. He, he believed when you're dead, you're dead, six feet under, that's it. You know, um, you know, that's all. Um, but I did, I didn't, never really bought fully into that. I because I always sensed there was something more. You know, something, uh, something even greater than ourselves out there. And I, I don't think I'm alone. I think most of the world senses that. You know, uh, yeah. almost every culture, you know, captures that in their belief system and so forth so so i think that what i was feeling was probably what 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 billions have felt you know um that there was something greater uh than themselves out there they're not sure what it was they're not sure you know how to connect with it you know but but and that sort of way it was i felt that that, it, that god was very distant that there, that there probably was a god but he was very very distant i had no real mm. connection you know to him 
you know, uh, in a way of in a way of um, having a relationship with him. But I, but I but I but I wanted it. I, I think deep down I wanted something. You know, uh, yeah. there was the, 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 a connection with the numinous, a connection with uh, that which is uh, you know beyond us and above us. Um, so that's that's sort of where I was at. So yeah, I mean, for for religion to exist, uh, and you kind of alluded to this because you, you, my question about religion automatically you think about a god, you think about God, right? Who you know this figure as part of this religion, right? So for a religion to exist, there usually needs to be a quote unquote a god or a deity. So to help us slowly unpack the larger question at hand, first let's ask: Can God be man-made? And and when I say God in this question, I mean the one true God. Can our one true God be man-made? Well, n- the answer to that one I think is an easy no. You know, uh, you know, <laughs> you know. Uh, you know, man, man doesn't make the true God, you know, God makes man, you know, um, you know, so, I mean, that, that's, if you're talking about sort of, you know, uh, do people make gods in their own image? Yes. You know, that all, that happens all the time. You know, that, that I mean, I, you know, thousands, thousands of, of different versions of God, they, you know, and as we, they can't all be right, you know, uh, you know, and right. Um, right. They, they can all be wrong, you know, but they can't all be right. You know, because uh, mm-hmm. they contradict each other. You know, so mm-hmm. so um, so yes, I think no. I think that when it comes to what we believe, as you say, the true God, I, I said no. Of course, we cannot make him. You know, um, but but uh, he, of course, he makes us. You know, uh, and that's that. And, but that is the fallacy that that unfortunately, human history is is filled with, replete with, man making God. You know, as you say, mm. yeah, yeah. So. Rich, how how do we know if God exists or not? Uh, that, 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 I think that's a really important question, uh, Abe. And um, you know, I, I, there are two two basic approaches to that. Either we apprehend God with our rational mind, and and uh, you know, we reason our way to God. Um, and uh, and the problem with that, of course, is is that you you get you know. You know, you know, a billion people reasoning, you know, the way to God. You're going to have, a, a, you know, a lot of different answers. You're going to have thousands right. of different answers, you know, uh, uh, to that. Um, and uh, so the second, the second way, and the way I think is, is really the only way, is God revealing Himself to us. So either you reason your way to God, or God makes Himself known to us. And and what I believe is that God has made Himself known to us in two very important ways. Uh, first way is through creation that God mm. has made himself known to us through the created thing he's shown uh, by creation that he is a powerful God that that mm-hmm. he can spin the planets and, and the solar systems and the and the you know and and um, the galaxies and so forth and you know and create life and then create intricate human life you know and, on earth and and so forth so so creation is, is a is a marvelous miracle and speaks mm-hmm. of a powerful creator there really is no other and there really is no other answer to how we got here, except that there is a, is a creator. Evolution begs the question, you know, where did matter and energy come from? You know, uh, right. you know, you know, so, so, so even our best answer, you know, you know, lacks, you know, I mean, we, we say the big bang. I said, well, where did the matter and energy for the big bang come from? You know, if we're going right. to say that, you know, there's no other answer, you know, except that there, there is an uncaused cause. There is, there is a, 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 a being uh, greater than creation. Uh, who who, who uh, spoke and brought things into existence? So that's what that's mm-hmm. what um, 
gen, what we call general revelation. It's this uh, from creation, you know, shows us. It also shows, I think, that God is, is good. I think there's a goodness aspect to the general revelation that, that, that he's given us human beings, you know, uh, all that he's given to us. Uh, you know all the 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 ability to reason and and to and to uh, experience all kinds of emotions and and to um, uh, connect with him and so forth and and uh, and and to have a more a moral rational approach. I think I think you know that that we are very unique and also that he's given us a a place we can ha- we can we can live a good place to live. You know and uh, that provides food. You know, and air, and, and water, and you know, and everything that we need for life. So, so there's the goodness aspect in creation that I think. Yeah. That, that I think, but but creation's not enough. You know, if we're really mm. going to understand understand God, that we the, the, we have to know more than just create. How do we know what His purpose is? What what's the meaning of life? How do we have a relationship with Him? You know, uh, we don't know that from creation, and so there has to be what we call a special revelation. And I was mm. struggling with this, and if, if I can just tell a brief story about my own life, yeah, go for my, it. My own search. I was uh, I was in the throes of searching and, and trying to figure out, you know, is is there a God, and if there is a God, you know, how, how can we know who He is, and how can we connect with Him, and all the same questions that we're talking about right now, you know, and and it was this period of search in my life after college, right after college, and and um, and, and I, in in that process of that time I, I was purchasing a car from a friend of mine actually a ford pinto and oh, and wow. uh you know, the exploding <laughs> kind you know the uh, the other kind. and and um and so and so i went to pick up the pinto in the parking lot of this uh, of this apartment complex and I, I i i i get to the glove compartment i open it up and, and i pull out an owner's manual and i started flipping through the owner's manual you know, you know how, to, how to run and operate the car you know and, and i and i and i was thinking as i was flipping through i said isn't this nice a ford motor company to provide an owner's manual, you know, for for uh, for me to help run the car, and and then right. it hit me. I said, "Is is God as nice as Ford Motor Company? You know, did He give us an owner's <laughs> manual? You know, uh, you know, to, to show us how to live? Is, is is He making Himself a secret, or, or is He a loving God who actually wants us to know Him? You know, mm-hmm. and I, I determined that He want He wants us to know Him, and that He's made Himself known. And, and as a Jew, the first place I looked, of course, was was were the Scriptures. You know, you know, if you're going to know God, you know, that the first place a Jewish person would look is is the is the Hebrew scriptures, you know, and, and, and the Jewish scriptures, and, and through them, I, I didn't have to look any further. You know, I, I, the profound answers to these questions that are found in Scripture satisfied my soul. That was I, I needed no other place to look. You know, at that point. We'll be right back. Shalom, I'm Mitch Glazer, president of Chosen People Ministries. Is it possible for Jewish people to believe in Jesus when there's such a sad history of Christian anti-Semitism that has shaped Jewish attitudes towards the gospel? Well, I know there's hope because I'm Jewish and I believe in Jesus. And I would love to offer a few suggestions for reaching Jewish people personally with the love of God through Messiah. First. Keep your message personal. You're representing a person, not a religion. Second, be loving, patient, and kind, even when they object. And then finally, and most importantly, pray. Touching the heart of your Jewish friend with the good news of Messiah will also touch the very heart of God. And you can learn more by visiting Chosen People Ministries at chosenpeople.com slash 
Radio. During these difficult times, we know how hard it is to hold on to hope. And we want you to know that Chosen People Ministries is here for you. If you have any prayer requests, our prayer team is standing by to receive them. You can submit your request at chosenpeople.com forward slash pray. Again, that's chosenpeople.com forward slash pray. So, if God exists, you and I both agree he does, does religion also need to exist? Ah, okay. Um, so, it, 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 it would seem that if, if God exists, um, that, that, um, and that he wants us to know him, you know, that, that uh, it would, it, seeking for him and searching for him makes sense. You know, it would it would be the it, it would be the the right thing to do. Um, we 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 uh, need to we would need to sort of answer sort of answer those questions. And and if he is the creator and he's and he is who he says he is in scripture, then then um, then sort of entering into a right relationship with him becomes important uh, mm-hmm. to us. You know, uh, seeking him out, uh, understanding him. Um, and, and, uh, and, and then learning to please him, you know, with our lives, you know, and whatever that means, you know, I, I think, I think that in a broad sense, yeah, I think, I think, you know, organizing ourselves, you know, um, in, in community to, 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 um, um, understand him and, uh, apply the things we understand to our lives, I, I think makes a lot of sense. In fact, it, may, it, it seems like it's one of the most important activities we can be involved in. You know, uh, as you said in the beginning of the, of the podcast, you know, considering the brevity of our lives, you know, we're, we're going to be we're going to be uh, in this relationship with him for a long time. You know, and it mm-hmm. makes sense to 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 uh, to enter into it with wisdom and, and faith and and uh, and honor him, you know, for what he's done. I mean, we wouldn't I mean, according to what we believe is if, if we wouldn't exist apart from him. You know, right. um, you know, and so and so even our own own existence. So to to uh, acknowledge that and, and to thank him you know, seems to be really important. Yeah, I like what you said, you know, just the idea of kind of organizing for a community so that we can, I'm paraphrasing, but kind of all be on the same page in, in terms of how to worship, how to um, have a relationship with God. Um, I think that is really important. So along those lines, what is worship and who defines what worship is? Uh, that, that good question. Um, I mean, the worth, the word itself is, is to ascribe worth, you know, to, to God, um, you know, to, um, to, to basically just reiterate, you know, uh, or rehearse, you know, who he is. Um, and what he has done and, and what he is doing uh, in the world. It's, it's uh, you know, it's a, it's sort of a, a rehearsal. It's sort of, it's sort of teaching our souls, you know, uh, the, the, the value of, of him. In my own understanding, uh, uh, my own understanding is that, you know, 
we are, are not complete apart from him. Uh, mm-hmm. That he that he um, we were made for him. That that uh, that unless we are unless we are in right relationship with him, then we're not realizing the purpose of our existence, not realizing mm-hmm. the purpose of, of of our being. You know, um, so so we're not whole. You know, if unless unless we are in a right relationship with the one who made us. You know, mm-hmm. uh, there's 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 something lacking. That's 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 my that's my belief. You know, uh, because he made us for himself, um, and and that and that there is there is no real uh, satisfaction in life, and mm-hmm. and and, and um, even in this broken world of ours, apart apart from being in a right relationship with him. So moving on, um, we we've kind of laid the foundation for religion. Um, and 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 explain some of those things. You you ever drive and you see somebody have a bumper sticker that says coexist and it has all the religion, you know, um, uh, what is it? Um, symbols, in and it spells out coexist. Um, it when I see that, it reminds me. Okay, yes, we have to love each other. We have to respect each other. Um, you know, Jesus told us to love love one another, right? So even if we don't agree with each other, we should still love one another. But at the same time, we know all of those things can't be true at the same time, right? So why why is it that all religions cannot be true at once? Yeah, well, well they contradict each other. You know, so if we if we believe in logic, uh, if if we believe in in the, what is known as the law of non contradiction, you know, um, then then they, they all can't be true because they contradict each other. Just take the simple example of a traditional Judaism versus Messianic Judaism. You know, uh, we uh, Messianic Jews believe that Yeshua is the Messiah, Israel's Messiah. Many traditional Jews don't believe that Yeshua is Israel's Messiah. Uh, he mm-hmm. can't. He can't both be Israel's Messiah right. and not Israel's Messiah at the exact same time. So, right. so, uh, so both things. Both things can't be true. Um, mm-hmm. That that that's sort of what that so that, and that applies across the board and into so many different areas of theology and so forth. I, I mean, people get confused because most religions seem to promote a, a certain, you know, uh, agreed upon morality. You know, they espouse mm-hmm. similar moral teachings. Uh, and so forth, uh, you know, be a nice person, you know, uh, be polite, you know, uh, don't, don't kill each other, don't steal from each other, you know, you know I mean, most, right. most uh, places, you know, adhere to this morality, people think, oh, all religions are the same, you know, but, but that nothing could be farther from the truth, you know, mm-hmm. it, it may be that, that uh, this, this sort of an internal law that we have on right and wrong, you know, but that doesn't mean that our belief systems are anywhere near, you know, uh, similar mm-hmm. to one another, to one another, and especially, you know, if, if you're if you're the creator of the universe and you want to reveal yourself a certain way and people aren't believing the way you've made yourself known, you know, then, then obviously there's, there's a real problem, you know, mm-hmm. uh, of, of truth and untruth. What I do find interesting about most religions is they all have an opinion about Jesus, <laughs> which is interesting to me because, OK, so you're not so you're so you're so you're saying he existed. <laughs> So, Rich, could you tell me what some of these religions think about Jesus? What are some of the disagreements they have about the identity of Jesus? 
Well, yeah, they're, they're I mean, take uh, again, my, the Jewish people, you know, that, you know, you know, these all all this expression, 10 Jews, 11 opinions. And, <laughs> and, uh, and, and so, you know, Jews are, are greatly divided, you know, on, on uh, the issue of, of Jesus, you know, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, many secular Jews would say, oh, he's a myth, you know, or, uh, or oh, well, he was a good man, you know, right. or he was, uh, maybe he was a prophet of some kind, you know, um, uh, but he was, or, or he probably was a, tra- he was, it seems like he was a tragic figure who maybe died, you know, um, uh, you know, misinformed, you know, he didn't really need right. to die, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, that sort of thing. Um, you know, that's a, sort of a, that's sort of where I grew up, you know, in that, in that context, that was sort of things that whenever the topic came up, people would say, you know, uh, ab- about him. Um, most, uh, mostly they didn't want to talk about him. Um, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, religious Jews, uh, they, they have some, 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 they can have some pretty tough, tough, uh, uh, uh things about, about Jesus, you know, that he was a deceiver or that mm. he was a false prophet or that he was a false Messiah. Um, that, uh, that, or that he was a good Jew who was misinterpreted by his followers. You know, that's mm. another pot. That's another popular one that he was just a regular Jew, you know, and he was misinterpreted by his, by his followers. Um, but but again, as I said before, I, I, most Jews really don't want to deal with with uh, with Jesus. Uh, there are there are some there are some good historical reasons for that. First of all, for some Jews, it contradicts their theological position, you know, um, and, right. and and so that's uncomfortable. Um, mm-hmm. But also, they also unfortunately, you know, Yeshua is seen as as, uh, as the inspiration for all kinds of persecution that have happened to the Jewish people over the past two thousand years by so called right. Christians. So, uh, so, uh, so there's this, this kind of an animus, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, toward him. Um, and, uh, so that's, that's a, uh, that's sort of a brief, you know, sort of run through of, of, of Jewish belief and, and the, and the rest of the world has different opinions. I know that the Muslims see him as a, as a prophet, not the son of God, of course. And, uh, but he, but he's a prophet, an honored prophet. And I, right. I think, I think, uh, in his, in uh, Hinduism, he's, he's, uh, he's probably viewed as a, as a, um, you know, a, a guru of some kind, you know, and, and uh, mm-hmm. fitting into their, their culture and their philosophy and so forth, you know, so there's, there's, I guess there's, there's all kinds of, you know, uh, you know, as you said, um, understandings of, of Jesus. I like what C.S. Lewis said, though, you, know, you, you, the one thing you can't say about, about Yeshua is that he's a good man, because good men don't say this, the things he said about himself. You know, uh, you know, he, he said he was the way, the truth and the life. And no one comes to the father except through him. You know, he said he was he was he was he was God in the flesh, basically. You know, I and the father were one, you know. Um, and uh, so so Lewis said that that a person, a, a, a man who would say something like that is either a, a liar, you know, uh, you know, who, uh, whose whose source of truth comes from the pit of hell you know, or he's a demon or, or he's a lunatic, you know, um, uh, that, that he's, he's on the, on the level of a man who calls himself a poached egg, you know, uh, and, and, or he's exactly who he says he is. Um, right. Right. So let's keep going there based on scripture. Who is Yeshua? Wow. That is such an exciting question. <laughs> uh, it, it, it thrills my soul, you know, to, to, to even think about that, um, you know, you you follow just the Hebrew scriptures. You know, um, he's he's the seed of the woman who crushes the head of the serpent. You know, he's the mm. he's the the seed of Abraham who is going to come and bless the entire world. 
you know, uh, he's the he's the coming king from the from the tribe of Judah, you know, uh, on on whom uh, the the obedience of the nations uh, will be his. Um, you know, he's the prophet like Moses, uh, who is to come. He's the star out of Jacob. He's he's the scepter out of Israel. He's the he's the ruler of Jacob who who will destroy his enemies. You know, uh, he's uh, he's the son of David. Uh, you know, he's the redeemer. You know, who Job is going to see standing on the earth. You know, um, you know, he's he's uh, the, he's the son of God. He's the anointed one. He's going to rule with a rod of iron. You know, uh, it says in scripture, uh, and the nations are going to submit to him. You know, uh, he's the servant of the Lord. He's the suffering servant. You know, uh, he's a he's a substitutionary sacrifice for for all mankind. Should I go on, Jake? How, how much longer do I have? <laughs> you know, I, I can keep on going. I, I have a lot more. <laughs> you know, uh, you're going to start having me preach here. He died for the sins of mankind. He delivers Israel. He's the glorious Son of Man. Uh, he's uh, he is the, uh, the the sovereign power. He's the Son of Man who comes in sovereign power and sovereign dominion, uh, who the nations are going to worship. Um, he's he's the Son born unto us, uh, who is a wonderful Counselor, mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, on whom His government and the increase of His government and peace will never end. I could mm. go on. Yeah. Do you want yeah. me to? <laughs> He's the Lamb of God who takes away I the sin of the world. I think we get the point. <laughs> I'm sorry, you got me so excited. <laughs> so, if if Jesus Yeshua is who He says He is, what does that mean for those who believe? Well, it's, it, it's pretty impactful. It's a pretty impactful yeah. thing. Uh, it, it means first the forgiveness of our sins. We believe he's, he is he is our our sacrificial substitute, that he died in our place, that he paid for our sins, you know that our sins are are, are paid for now, and, and and we don't, and that we never have to pay for the wrath of God has been taken by him, and so we mm. never have to experience the wrath of God ourselves for our sin. I mean that's that's a good stop right there, but it doesn't stop there. You know he also gives us the Holy Spirit, the the ruach hakodesh, uh, who who lives within us and empowers us to live a life pleasing to God you know he gives us his wisdom we live this life and we and we retain wisdom we can live life with wisdom now because we know who he is and and uh and the truth of his word in our life and then when we die we go to be with him forever he resurrects our bodies and we get to live live with him forever we'll have in we'll have an eternity to discover infinity it'll be amazing we're going to rule mm. and reign with him this group. I don't even know what that means we're going yeah. to rule and reign with him forever it's repeated a number of times you know uh, and and uh, we're gonna we're gonna be in his presence you know uh and physical presence you know forever it's gonna be amazing it's gonna be exciting it's gonna be dynamic so personally speaking how did you realize that there is truth in following yeshua yeah, you know, I was, I was, I was um, searching. I guess for a long time. I guess even from a kid. I guess you know, um, I went to college with lots of questions. You know, and I think I've, I've shared my story before with you, Abe. But you know, that when I was in college, you know, I, I, I got involved right away in in, uh, in the social sciences, uh, in, mm -hmm. in political science and economics and, and sociology, and uh, and they basically taught that those those disciplines basically taught that man was a social being. Uh, and, and that uh, that he was, but he was corrupted by corrupt um, 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 uh, institutions, 
and, mm-hmm. and corrupt and corrupt mores in society. If we change society, we can change people because people are social beings, and we'll make a we'll make a new man uh, by a, a more actualized experience in in society. Uh, and um, and so I bought into that. I was I was a theoretical Marxist for for about three mm-hmm. years. Uh, ended up doing a political internship in Washington D.C. and came away from that experience realizing that that, Mar- that Marxism couldn't possibly work uh, because the problem wasn't in society, uh, in culture. The problem was in the human heart, and the problem was in my heart. And, and I knew I knew that, that that something was wrong with me, you know. And and um, and that began. And then I went back to school for my final year in college, and uh, and I I I, said, I changed my major. And I, I got out of, I got out of the social thought and political economy, and I got into uh, I, I took I took I took a lot of business courses and started a business mm-hmm. after college, uh, but the questions never left me. The questions that I thought I'd answered came back to me, and I and, uh, and, and a thought occurred to me: if there's no God, there's no hope. And so I began a search, and in that search, I came across the 53rd chapter of Isaiah, and I read that for the first time in my life, and I said, "What is Yeshua doing in my Bible?" <laughs> you know, and uh, that's my Bible. That's Isaiah's my prophet. You know, and, and yeah. he's talking he's talking about Yeshua. And, right. uh, and it blew my mind and I, wow. I, I was scared to death, you know, because, you know, I, I, in about a three month period, I went from, okay, he might be the Messiah, possibly the Messiah, probably the Messiah. Okay. He's the Messiah, you know, and, and, uh, and then I got scared, you know, so I was, I was a secret believer for about a year, you know, wow. um, and, and then, and then on April 30th, 1980 at Temple Sinai in Marblehead, Massachusetts, uh, the Lord revealed himself to me in the vision and my life has never been the same. So to wrap things up, I just have one more question for you. Is religion man-made? Go back to your first point. True religion, no. <laughs> is, is, do, do men make up religions? Yes. You know, but, but, uh, but the true faith is, 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 a, is a faith that has been, has been revealed to us by our Creator, who loves us and wants us to be in a, in a deeply intimate personal relationship with Him. And, mm-hmm. and through Yeshua, I'm sorry. Rich, thank you so much for joining us. We, we love to hear your input and your thoughts. Um, we hope that as you go back to sabbatical, that you will find not only rest, but um, inspiration uh, from the Holy Spirit um, while, while you're just t- taking that intentional time off. Thank, thank you. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Blessings. In a world where relativism is popular and the idea that absolute truth creates intolerance, truth is sometimes set aside. But truth be told, God's plan for salvation is an important topic to think about. Religion is only man-made if there is no true God. But we would like you to consider that there is a true God and He is good. He has an ultimate plan to reconcile you to himself, and that plan was to send his only begotten son to die for your sins. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. John chapter 3, verse 16. We are praying that you will someday find this truth for yourself. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Our Hope, featuring Chosen People Ministries Southern Connecticut branch leader, Dr. Rich Flashman. This episode was produced by Nicole Vaca and written and edited by Grace Sweet. 
This episode was also made possible thanks to Dr. Mitch Glazer and Kyron Bautista. I'm Abe Vasquez. Until next time. Thanks for listening to Our Hope. If you like our show and want to know more, check out OurHopePodcast.com or ChosenPeople.com. You can also support our podcast by giving today at OurHopePodcast.com slash support. See you next time.